there on the ice, who do you think really made a difference in the first period? Definitely the hockey players, Chrissy. They were the ones who got all the scores. And then you got the goalie wearing every pad in the world and baseball gloves. He's working very hard, too. Let's do that hockey. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill for Comets Insider. It's Rain Man and Scoop. It's BOGO Wings Night on Mondays when we're here. They're serving you sports, 72 Tavern and Grill. Rain Scoop and Justin Bailey is with us. Number 95, if you're a Comets fan, you know that, a right wing. And as I said to him a few minutes ago, the fastest man in the American Hockey League. Probably one of the faster guys in the NHL, too. And, and you've had a significant amount of time in the NHL. And I said it to you, i got to get you back there. Jim Benning was in town, and you picked a perfect game for a hat trick. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I saw him before the game, obviously, and... Um but I think, you know, anytime the gym's in the building, I think everyone plays, uh, you know, a little, you know, obviously you want to play at a high level every night. But, uh, you know, when the gym's in the building, you definitely know that. And um, But, you know, at the end of the day, it was good to get a win, especially against, the, you know, the team I played for last year. And, um, you know, I was able to help the team, you know, continue, um, win, to, you know, to win games, which is, you know, what we've been doing a lot of lately. Team st- yeah, the team's sitting in first place right now. The record through 39 games, 2013, 2-2, two two, 48 points. Winning percentage, 615. First in the North Division third overall in the Eastern Conference. So play Comets hockey. Keep winning at this pace. We're going to see some playoff games at the end of all of this. Uh, this. This is your first year in Utica, but in the seven years they've been here, this is one of the most talented teams, I think, to a man anybody would say that, that has played here. There's a lot of depth on this team. A lot of guys with some serious skill. Got to make it a fun year. Guys score a ton of goals overall in the league, not, not just even in the division. It's got to be fun to be out there and play hockey like this. Yeah, I think I think the great thing about you know the team that we have this year, obviously, we, you know, starting off seven, eight, or eight, no, to start the year, whatever we were. Um, you know, you look you look at our roster. There's there's guys that are scoring. Um, you know, in the first line, second line, third line, fourth line. I mean, we have guys that are, um, you know, like you said, we score a lot of goals, and um, you know, some nights where. Um, you know the top top six guys aren't aren't chipping in. We have guys that are chipping in for us. So you look at our roster throughout, um, you know, top to bottom. There is a lot of depth, and um, you know, I know for us going forward, that that depth scoring it definitely helps everybody. Uh, the power play has obviously been clicking this year. Our penalty kill we've been taking a lot of pride in, but um, you know, everyone's chipping in from from top to bottom throughout our roster. What was going through your head when you got two of those hat-trick goals in the first three shots of the game? You kind of have to go, wow, is it, is it going to be one of those kind of nights? Am I, you know, am, right. I'm on fire, you know. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, I've had a few, you know, two-game goal, uh, two-goal games in the American Hockey League and uh, never had that hat-trick. I think I've, you know, I've had an empty net or whatever. But, um, you know, when you get two in the first three minutes, um, you know, I'm thinking about it a little bit, but I think my teammates were – talking about it a bit in between periods and uh it's pretty funny the way it happened it's you know goldie just told me hey like just give me the puck and, and i'll make sure you get the hat trick and it's just it's funny how it worked out uh two on two on one with me and him uh and him making you know, an unbelievable pass yeah that uh, was ridiculous to, for me to have an empty net well the uh the video the gif uh from you guys on the bench was pretty funny too because lind is all over you he's yeah. giving you a big bear hug you know and then, then there's the very polite, formal handshake. Took from, the glove off to yeah. do it. It was great. Like, congratulations, sir. And it was just like a contrast of uh, styles. There was yeah, very I funny. Mean, yeah, I mean, Goldie's obviously, uh, he's a funny guy. He's a guy who likes to play the game, you know, at his pace. And um, like I said, he told me, give me the puck. And 
uh, and he'll make sure the hat trick. And you know, it was uh, very funny the way it worked out. You, it was, it was so funny. It was almost like I felt like the pat. You know, he a little sauce on the pass, and as it was traveling to you, it almost when, when I watched the highlight it was like slowing down, and it was almost like your eyes just got big, and you were like, and you buried that, and and then the celebration afterwards. What were you thinking? as that pass was traveling, or in the moment, did you just react? Yeah, or did I mean, you just go, no. here it is, this is it right here, I got no, it? No, I mean, that, the, the way that you said it in slow motion is uh, exactly how it was on the ice. It, it, was, a, it was a play where, um, you know, Goldie kind of forced a turnover. Lindy won a stick battle um, to get it to Goldie. And as soon as, it, you know, you, you guys watch Goldie play all the time. And sure. he, he's got a great shot. He's a great scorer. But at the same time, um, he's probably the, you know, top five best passers uh, I've played with. And, um, you know, like I said, he was telling me to get in the puck and that it was coming to me. And um, I knew on a two-on-one as soon as the guy laid down that uh, Goldie was going to find a way to get it to me. And um, it was a perfect sauce looking back at it now. Um, and, uh, as soon, you know, as soon as it was coming, coming to me, um, it, it did feel like slow motion. And uh, I was just making sure that, uh, you know, I put it in the back of the net. Um, and now looking back at the highlights, there was – the entire net, you know, net to shoot at. So, um, you know, like I said, it was a great pass by him. Yeah, it sure was. Justin Bailey, number 95 on your Utica Comets, is with us here. It's Utica Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock every Monday from 7 to 8 at the 72 Tavern and Grill. Rain and Scoop, of course, here with you. They're serving you sports. Grab a beer. People are starting to trickle in. This is usually what happens. It gets busier as we continue our interviews. You brought up special teams, so I like to give out numbers for all the fans. 82.6%, eighth in the league overall in the penalty kill. Power play third in the league at 21.7%. It was, it was up uh, significantly higher than that, but the law of average is going to come down a little bit over the course of a long season because it's a grind. But I'll take third in the league. I'll take first in the division. I'll take where this team is right now. But here's the thing. Trent Cull would always say, we can get better at some things. So what are you guys trying to clean up right now? Obviously, to throw out the 4 nothing game the other day, that was... An aberration overall with the way this team has played. But there's always the detail work and the things that you guys are working at and talking about in practice. And, and look, you got Hartford, two games with a very good for team sure. coming in here. You know, a significant challenge. Um, uh, yeah, I think for us, uh, obviously, you know, the power play and penalty kill, those are things that you can, you know, tweak throughout the season. Um, I think, you know, the dip in the power play is probably just because, you know, in the AHL you're playing the same teams all the time. I mean, they're, you know, if, uh, you know, I'm sure for, for other teams, penalty kill getting scored on by us probably gets old and they make adjustments and that's just kind of how it goes and we'll make adjustments and, um, and, and go from there. But I think for us, um, you know, like you said earlier today, uh, we do score a lot of goals and I think sometimes um, you know, we're definitely not cheating for offense, but when you're scoring you know, four, five, six a night, um, you, know, you start to say, okay, you know, if we give up one or two or whatever you know you, we know we're going to score four or five and i think you know the message from the coach has been you know now now um this point in the season is uh is when t- you know the game starts to tighten up the game you know you're not going to see as many seven to two wins or or six seven eight goal games and um it tightens up all the way through to the playoffs and and you see playoff hockey at this level at, at, at the next level it's they're, they're tight games or tight checking and there's not that many goals so for us we want to make sure that um you know as we get going on to the season obviously the division is tight um and you know you can't have a bad weekend but um you know we want to make sure that we're, t- we're tightening up um our defense and making sure that um you know we play good d take pride in our defense and and, and the goals will follow how has the vancouver organization been to you overall like just in general as a player as a pro with quite a bit of nhl experience how do you like the situation yeah i think uh, you know, I, I was in, I was at camp for two, three weeks, and up there, 
Um, it was obviously first class, and I think down here we, we, we get um, a lot of parts that other teams don't. We get lunch every day. We get, you know, we have, uh, you know, the resources for, bre- you know, for breakfast and stuff like that. But even today for practice, you know, we had Glenny, our skills coach, come down from Vancouver and uh, and work with us, work with, uh, you know, the forwards, the defense. Um, and, and those are things that, uh, you know, you don't get in other organizations and um, they definitely don't go unnoticed by, by all of us players um, with how we're treated um, at home, on the road, and um, throughout the whole season. It's, I mean, it's a small little market. You, you know, I mean, you're from Buffalo originally. Have you have you been to Utica at all in your life before, and or you just knew it was somewhere east on the thruway? Yeah, uh, I, I just just playing here uh, with Rochester my first few for years. Sure. Yeah, it was the only time I've ever been here, and uh, that's a day trip for us too. It's only two hours, so we you know we come here, we play, and we leave. So You're back in your uh, own bed at the end yeah, of the yeah, night, exactly. But you get here, and then you go, holy crap, what a fan base! And, and you know, it's a great little facility. Is it's been renovated since the Utica Comets came into existence about seven years ago. It used to be the Utica Devils way back in the day. But it's got a great facility downstairs. And, yeah, it's kind of like uh, people have described it as a little mini NHL experience. And obviously being around the league, in both leagues, really, uh, it's, it's a pretty good situation here as compared to what some other markets players are dealing with on this level. Right. Agree yeah. or disagree? Yeah. My, I mean, my first, uh, my first game pro with, with Rochester back in... Uh, 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. um, was in Utica, and I think uh, they were honoring our captain at the time, Cal O'Reilly. For, yeah, for sure. Um, I think he was, he was the captain the year before, and you I just, just saw him with Belleville, I believe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was my first game. That was my first um, kind of experience with fans in in, in the AHL, and uh, it was here, like I said, and they gave him. Um, you know, I mentioned and kind of had them come out before everybody else, and it was super loud in here, and uh, it was super loud the whole game. And I think any time I've ever played here, you know, the first five, ten minutes, you know, the comments are coming pretty hard. You got to try to weather that storm at least to start the game, and um, and and that's kind of the, you know the impression I had before I got here, and uh, it's definitely lived up to the hype uh, throughout the year. Lehigh Valley, yeah, is, yeah. is Kales with Lehigh Valley now? I correct myself, yeah. I. I uh, remember reading a story about you as a young man and uh, living at uh, this apartment complex in Buffalo and befriending a number of the Sabres. Wasn't Matthew Barnaby one of those guys? And so, and they sort of uh, took you under their wing a little bit. And yeah. It, that yeah. was the be- when you were beginning to get really interested in hockey. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the story kind of goes different ways every time I tell it. But um, it, it was kind of more of a situation of, um, you know, later in life, uh, you know, them kind of taking me out of their wing. I think for me, I was, one of my, you know, it was my mom and my aunt were living together at the time, and um, I think I was only like one or two years old. So um, I don't remember when I was living in the same apartment complex. Okay. I just remember, you know, when I was four, five, six, uh, you know, now living, you know, with my mom at our house, um, you know, we'd go to Sabres practice and they'd be practicing before, you know, my team skated or after my team skated, whatever it was. And uh, Matt would come right over and um, almost like, you know, obviously we know each other, but I didn't know him too, too well. Just my mom, my aunt knew them. And um, so it was cool for me to, you know, see you know, an NHL player, um, you know, Michael Pekka, Rob Ray, but, you know, uh, mostly Matt Barnaby and, and being able to see them, them skate, being able to watch him on TV, being able to go to a hockey game and see him after, um, definitely kind of drove that dream I had for um, you know to want to play in the NHL, and um, that that's something that's uh, you know I still keep in touch with Matt. I still bounce hockey questions off him, and um, you know, he's been you know a really influential person um, in my hockey career. What an amazing resource to have for somebody coming up along the way. That's fantastic. So you were drafted by Buffalo in 2013, 52nd overall. It's kind of crazy to have the hometown team draft you. You end up playing with the Sabres. Was it 32 games, I believe? 
couple of goals. A, a career high was, uh, let's see, 23-52 and 52 in the AHL All-Star game. So you're used to scoring. Maybe not as much in the NHL, but that first one scope, we always got to ask about that. Where's the puck? Uh, you know what? I I have no idea where the puck is. It's probably at my mom's house somewhere. Uh, I know I know I got uh, I know I got the you know this I have the stick at home. I have the jersey from the game. I have all that kind of good stuff. I'm sure it's uh, at my mom's house somewhere. Memory though, you remember it? Or? Yeah, I mean it was it was uh, it was a pretty cool weekend uh, all around. We ended up going to MSG. Uh, we were playing the Rangers and. Um, kind of a side story we we uh my one of my teammates Emgus Gergensen's was uh, he's a Latvian born player um and he uh not not a lot of athletes come from Latvia for so, sure um you know Chris Asporzingis was playing for the Knicks at the time and he said hey I got tickets you want to come through I know you're you know you're you're a guy who likes basketball so I ended up going to the Knicks game went down after the game and got able to you know meet Porzingis who uh there's a picture on my Instagram he, he makes me look so small yeah I was you know, gonna say, you're he's, a tall guy he's seven foot seven foot one so he makes me look like a like a tiny guy um I went to bed, woke up the next day, and, um, you know, went through morning skate, whatever. And, uh, you know, that night was able to score my first, you know, my first goal in the National Hockey League against, you know, one of the one of the best goalies to ever play. So, I mean, it was a pretty pretty special weekend all around. As a fan in general, you, you obviously know the goalie situation. Shesterkin spent some time in Hartford, who you guys are going to be facing. When you see a player as great as Henrik was... And then that they've got that three goalie system going right now. They're trying to figure out what do you think about that? Just as a fan, as a hockey fan, it, it's a tough situation to navigate that. Yeah, I think obviously that's that's tough. I think you know he's done so many great things for so long. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's it's tough to figure out. You know, um, you know he, he's obviously a great goalie, and um, yeah. but anytime there's three goals, I'm sure that's not you know his his most ideal situation that he's got going there in New York. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's, it makes me think of Richard Bachman. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Nice, it's nice to have three really good goaltenders on this team and to be able to play in front of guys like that that you can depend on, Justin. Talk about the goalie situation and the guys in the back line that, that help you guys succeed. And I love, always love to hear what your insight is. Yeah, I think for the first month of the season, I think, uh, you know, Zayner and, and Mikey were both uh, top of the league and most you know stats when it comes to goaltending and um you know obviously you know you've seen you've seen mikey he's a young kid but um you know one thing i can say about him is he he really he really works hard every single day i mean i've never i don't think i've ever played with a goalie that's wanted to you know do more stuff after practice whether it's just rebound which is obviously it's supposed to be a you know a, a player friendly game but we find ourselves on the on the wrong end of of that most times but he, i mean he'll, he'll literally stay out there for two three two hours after if you if you wanted to he'd stay out there all day and that's one thing i really admire about him is you know he's a young kid coming in here pro and um he battles he really really does and um, and obviously box I mean obviously like like we said with Lundqvist you know a three goalie situation is not ideal for for anyone and um, he's been nothing but a good teammate throughout throughout the entire season um, you know never said anything and when he when he does get in to play he's he's done well this season he's battled hard for us for and sure I think you know we definitely battle you know extra hard when, when when he's in the net we're chatting a little bit with Justin uh, before we went on the air and we realize there's quite a bit of interest in some other sports. Some guys are all hockey. Uh, you clearly are interested in some other stuff. So we're going to pick your brain a little bit about LSU and Clemson tonight and so much more next with Justin Bailey of the Utica Comets. It's next on Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. I'm here with my main man, and I got to know, how you going to do that hockey? Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill, it's Rain Man and Scoop. On 94.9 K-Rock. 
Bogo Wings. And let's see, we got uh, LSU and Clemson you can watch in here. We got uh, Islanders and Rangers on. And people are settling in. Justin Bailey of your Utica Comets here, number 95. And if you missed any of our conversations so far, we'll have this podcasted, of course, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Of course, you can always listen to this program with the K-Rock app. You can stream us, krock.com. You can have Alexa, your Amazon Echo, play K-Rock by saying, Alexa, open K-Rock Utica skill. And here we are. Justin, uh, LSU Clemson tonight. How, how are you leaning on this? It's it's tough. Um, I, I mean, I really would have thought Ohio State would have been in the finals um, since they've been so dominant all season. Right. But they're obviously not. But it's 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 just it's tough because the two quarterbacks are so good. Obviously, Joe Burrow put up what seven? Was it was seven touchdowns or yes, eight touchdowns. That's right. In the first game, so I, I, I'm leaning towards LSU just because they have you know historic historic offense. Played a t- pretty tough schedule t- throughout the year and, and done well. So I, I'll lean towards LSU. But honestly, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a close game. Like we were talking off the air, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he hasn't lost. Right. You know, literally I mean, hasn't lost. Know, yeah, twenty-five and zero. So it's pretty impressive. Tough to not take Clemson with you know with the points. Justin Bailey is a Buffalo native, so clearly a Bills fan. Obviously, we've discussed uh, his relationship with some of the guys in the Sabers. Played there, drafted there, played in Rochester, their AHL affiliate. Uh, so aside from the Bills. Other sports, who are your teams? Who are you into? Uh, some favorite players in, in some of those sports and things like that. Hockey, Scoop's always big on finding out who you watch playing hockey growing up that made you, also made you want to. Obviously, be, Matthew be, Barnaby, uh, you know, big connection there. Maybe but. some uh, other guys throughout the league, though, as, as a fan of the game. Yeah, um, I, guess, I guess I could start with hockey-wise. Um, Danny Breer was... Yeah. Um, just happened one of my good friends back in the day um lived on the same street as him became friends somehow i met him when i was 12 or 13 thought it was cool you know didn't have you know too much of a relationship with him just kind of knew who you know met him a couple times being at my friend's house or whatever um but you know touched base with him when i got drafted heard from him when i got drafted heard from him when i got traded to philadelphia last year and he was someone who um you know i was able to call last year and kind of ask for advice and um, so I looked up to him. I looked up to Max Afinagenov from the Sabres. He was a fast, really fast Russian player uh, back in the day. Um, uh, and then I guess, you know, f- other sports, um, basketball. I, I love watching basketball. I love following basketball. I, I think I, I like, just like, you know, I think, I guess when it comes to basketball, it's not too many, unless you're from a place where, ha- you know, it has basketball. For me, I, I follow LeBron wherever he goes. Yeah, so uh, do I. So do I. I've been a Cavs fan. I've been a Heat fan. I've been now a Lakers fan. And um, so, uh, you know, when it comes to that, I think, you know, football, same thing. And, you know, I just I, I like watching great players play. Um, you know, receivers, Odell Beckham Jr. is probably my favorite player in, in, in the uh, in the NFL. Um, but I like watching players. Obviously, I like the Bills. But I like, like to watch players in basketball and, and, and in football. Same thing for me. There's just certain guys that are must-watch. Like if there's a if Steph's playing in the game with Golden State, I'm watching because his shooting ability is amazing. What about baseball? Any, anybody in baseball? Yeah, a huge Yankees fan. Uh, uh, it, it, just kind of, uh, it just kind of happens where kind of our season ends as their season is starting kind of so i find myself you know getting home from a workout at 12 o'clock and i'll i'll sit down i'll watch the game you know a one o'clock game i'll watch the whole thing <laughs> I, yeah. I end up watching probably um you know i watch a lot of baseball in the summer a, a lot of baseball so have you heard you've heard uh today the news broke houston was penalized severely for the cheating scandal now that's filtering into the red sox and as a yankees fan we hate the red sox 
But their bench coach, Alex Cora, was with the Astros in 2017. Then he went to the Red Sox. The last, those two teams, 2017 Astros, 2018 Red Sox, both cheating, both beat the Yankees in the play. You know, the Yankees was in the playoffs. It's kind of frustrating as a Yankees fan. Do you have any opinions on that, thoughts on that, observations of that? How yeah. crazy is that? Well, I, I mean, obviously, um, you know, you don't, uh, you don't cheer for anyone losing their job. But, I mean, when, for sure. when, when there's cheating involved, and it's especially it's a team like the Astros who knocked the Yankees out of the playoffs the last two years, um, it's, it's funny. I've hated the Red Sox, you know, my whole life. Me too. <laughs> but, um, you know, the last two years, it's, it's really been Houston. Um, and I, I'd almost argue I, I can't stand the players on Houston more than, than Boston. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, I think the punishment's probably fits the crime. It could be, I think it could be a little bit more, obviously. Like you said, back-to-back years, winning back-to-back years, teams cheating. I mean, it's, obviously it's tough to, to strip a championship. But, I mean, they're, they know I mean, when it comes, you know, it's not just like they were cheating a little bit. I mean, they, they, they know what, what pitch is coming, uh, especially in, in a sport like baseball where, um, you know, you know, a fastball is coming. You're, it's a completely different swing. It's a completely different timing than you know an off-speed pitch. So, um, you know, obviously, the the I guess for the baseball world, they said it's the I think they said it's the the most harsh uh, suspension or whatever they've ever given out. But at the same time, I, I think uh, you know I think him losing his job was not what he signed up for. But you know, he got he still has a championship to you know to remember for the rest of his life. So you still witnessed it. That's right. true. Ninety four point nine K Rock, seventy two Tavern and Grill, Comets Insider with Justin Bailey of your Utica Comets. As you look back on your professional hockey career. And really, you could go farther back if you want to. But I'm, I'm curious what the, the standout moments are for you in your hockey career, the, being a part of these different organizations. What are the moments that are the most memorable to you? Uh, I think going back to, um, you know, when I was 16, I, I moved to Long Island. Uh, I lived with Pat LaFontaine for a year. Um, got to stay at his house um, on Long Island, which was a... Special, special house. It was a special year. It was a year that we were um, covered by NHL Network um, throughout the whole season, which was pretty cool at 16. Um, we were fortunate enough to win a national championship that year, um, and it was it was a year that um, you know I could have could have gone play major junior, could have gone to the USHL, and it's coming off um, a year where um, you know I had my shoulder I had shoulder surgery when I was when, when I was that age, and just wasn't ready to make that jump to play with guys that are 20 years old, and so. Instead of going to junior, um, you know, I, I, I bypassed that. I had a year where I had a lot of fun, um, and the next year went to went to Kitchener and um, was able to have a good year in Kitchener. And so, kind of leads right into you know my next moment, like you said, in, in my hockey career was getting drafted by my home hometown team in the Buffalo Sabers, and um, that was something that was a dream that was made reality. Um, you know, when I was 17 years old, and so um, you know, looking back, that's a that's a moment for my family, for me that I'll you know. Um, hold on to for the rest of my life, along with um, you know my, scoring my first goal at MSG and um, and and you know kind of um, being able to play games in Buffalo, being able to play games um, in, in Philadelphia last year, and uh, you know last year in Philly, um, I was there for you know extended period of time and was able to play um, in an outdoor game um, in Philly, which was you know probably one of the coolest things for myself and my family um you know playing in front of 60 70,000 people yeah that was pretty uh, awesome yeah it was it was a it was a special special game special night and got to have my family and friends down there and um and and hopefully that's just the beginning of uh you know the memories and and uh, and things that are you know coming my way i think you got a lot coming your way i remember when you were with, uh played some games with lehigh valley last year and still being blown away by your speed and, and your ability on the ice 
you've really clicked with Cole Lind, who's moved into the middle uh, out of necessity almost, and and gold open yourself. They call it the handshake line due to the you know the the gif that he was referring to. But is it easier to develop chemistry with some guys as opposed to others? Just playing styles coming together because you three have gelled. You have clicked. The three of you. And I noticed the line was broken up in in the the game on Saturday. But there's there's something there with the three of you that really works really well. Is it certain guys on the team you just find you connect with? Um, I think I've played a lot with Lindy this year. Yeah. I've played with Goldie a lot, but uh, I think when you you know when you look at a line, um, you know you look for certain things that are going to make it click. Um, you, you all complement each other, right? I mean, Goldie Goldie's a um, somewhat of a pass first guy. Like I said, Goldie can score, but he's looking to pass. He's looking to make the play the game. Um, you know, with with control. He likes to control the puck. He likes to have space to you know to make plays and make moves. If you give him two feet, he's going to make you pay for it. So for me. Um, you know, I'm, like you said, I'm, I'm a fast player, a player who likes to push the pace. And I think, you know, after repeatedly, you know, challenging D.Y., you know, ch- getting on them quickly on the forecheck, um, I'd have to imagine that, that that that's in the back of their minds when they're out there. And I think that I, I, you know, I'm able to use my speed to create a little bit more space for Lindy and for for Goldie to, to make their plays. And, um, I, you know, I shoot the puck. I like to, like you said, I like to score. And um, anytime that, you know, I'm playing with, you know, goalie who can make plays like that and Lindy who's got the grit to get in the corners and come in there with me and, and dig out pucks and, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, every time we're on the ice, it's it's going to be a, a challenging shift for the opposing team. Absolutely. Have you talked much about Hartford yet or will that really happen tomorrow? And what has Coach maybe said previously before playing Hartford, things that you guys want to do as a team? Uh, I, th- I think that'll be tomorrow. I think, you know, it, you know like I said, in the, in the AHL you play – uh, a lot of teams a lot of times. So we've played, you know, Binghamton a ton. We've played, you know, Raj a ton. We've played uh, Belleville a ton recently. So those teams, you know, the first time you play a team, like we, you know, like we played Hartford, it's it's going to be kind of feeling each other out, seeing what you can do, seeing what you can't do. And um, and then as you play them a few more times, um, you see the games usually start to tighten up. Um, and I think, uh, you know, with with Hartford, they're, they're a team that uh, they can score with us. Um, and it's going to be, just about limiting your mistakes. It's going to, you know, making sure we stay out of the penalty box for sure. Um, that's one thing that I think hurt us in last game was a lot of penalties, whether that's you know, officiating or whether that's us. Um, you know, it, that hurts. You, you know, it's hard to score goals down, down a guy. It changes the game. It tires, tires you out. You got guys, um, you know, like we did last game, blocking shots that are banged up in the first period. So we want to make sure we stay out of the box, don't give them anything that, you know, they don't deserve, and uh, making sure that, uh, you know, we live by that defense-first mentality and, and, and trusting in ourselves that, um, you know, the offense will follow. Well, nice to see you play hockey's member of the Utica Comets. Uh, really enjoyed your game so far. Tell us, uh, we got to get into a break here, but tell us about some of your spots in Utica, some of the things outside of you know, playing the game in the arena, in the locker room, outside of hockey that that you'll you'll remember and you'll take when you leave here so far. Right? When you're going to lunch, uh, maybe where are you going to yeah. the movies, things yeah. like that. How is Utica as just a city and a community treated you? I mean, obviously the fans and everything, the support has been great all season. Um, away from the rink, we, we go to Aquavino for every pregame, about probably six or seven of us watch the prices right and just kind of yeah. just kind of decompress, kind of just, just hang out. And, uh, you know, we're there for an hour, hour and a half, but it's, you know, something I look forward to every single game day. Um, you know, it was funny. I, I bumped into, uh, I think, 
one of the owners of Johnny's Pizza, a place that uh, I frequently order from, yeah. uh, you know, on an off day. And, um, you know, I was able to just connect with people. And it just turns out he's a sick season ticket holder. And, it's, it's you know, it's cool to see people around the community that, um, you know, uh, support you. You know, obviously on the ice, but there's a there's a lot of support and a lot of love for the team. Um, you know, throughout the entire community. It's Justin Bailey, the Utica Cup. It's been a pleasure to get a chance to know kind of your thought process on the ice and to get to know you a little bit off the ice. Thank you for the time tonight. Yep, anytime. We're going to come back. Seventy two Tavern serving you sports. Utica Comets Insider will continue with the voice, Joe Roberts. Then again, maybe not. We don't know if his wife is giving birth as we speak. That literally could be happening. All next on ninety four point nine K Rock. Utica. Let's do that hockey. Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. And now our Comets Insider grind line with Rain Man the Rocket, Scoop the Cement Head, and play-by-play voice Joe Cujo Roberts. So it appears Joe's not a father yet. I'm, I'm assuming if we haven't heard anything. Well, I don't know. We haven't got a, you know, I'm not sure. We got to get a status update. Fingers crossed that we hear the voice of the Utica Comets in about three seconds. Joe, are you there? Present. Hey. Present our, and accounted for. All right. So she hasn't given birth quite yet. We saw you a little earlier today. Uh, give a shameless plug for what you're doing with Trent Cole on our brother station, ESPN, Utica, Rome. The Trent Cole show been a fantastic listen thus far, and it was from 6 to 7 tonight. Take it from there. Well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. You know, it's it's nice to uh, sort of continue the, the flow that Sportzilla has uh, in the in the evening commute hour right into more local programming on Monday night. So, uh, you know, it's Trent his time uh, about an hour to sit down to riff a little bit about the week that was, the week that's upcoming, and just some other odds and ends. You were talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the the last movie they watched on the bus, and he gave his uh, his critics' review of Tropic Thunder, and you know, just an opportunity to sort of pull back the curtain on what's going on uh, behind the scenes with Utica Comets, with the man who is uh, sort of uh, the puppet master, right, who's pulling on all the strings. So uh, it's a it's a fun little sit down once a week, and that's uh, Mondays on ESPN Utica Rome uh, from six to. Seven. So, uh, and then it goes. Mondays are awesome, right? Sportzilla into a turn call show. Flip over to K Rock. You have Insider. Like it's just back to back to back uh, local sports, and, and I think that's fantastic. What a great hype man, huh? Joe, what was the most interesting revelation from today's Trent Call show? Well, uh, it, his his recap of Tropic Thunder was pretty funny, but um, you know we talked about a lot. We we, we covered sort of uh, what he was excited about last week, and we also talked about how uh, it's actually amazing how you, when you talk to a head coach and, and, and you sort of see a game like that four nothing one against Belleville on Saturday, and it's hard to pull any positives. He plucked so many little things out of uh, what he liked. And, and even if it's down to a, a, a 60, 90, 120 second sort of window, he extracts these little nuggets that uh, are, are really fascinating. They think to yourself, huh, maybe it wasn't as bad as it might have looked. Or, you know, maybe the margins uh, were, were a lot thinner than we thought. So um, just his sort of in-depth ability to, to, to extract those little nuggets is really something to watch in real time. It's pretty fun. Can we have a weekly Trent Cole movie review? Is that something we do? Can you have him review Slapshot? Like, that just makes well, sense. It, it does. And so, uh, you know, he, I, I basically said, you know, rate the movie Tropic Thunder on a scale of 1 to 10. 
Uh, and I use hockey movies as the barometer. You know, one is the love guru with Mike Myers and a tennis slap shot. So uh, he threw Tropic Thunder in for uh, about a seven and a half, I think it was. So, yeah, I, I love to give movie reviews. If you ever get caught in a conversation with a uh, with a bus rider, right, a guy who played junior hockey, minor pro hockey, coach minor pro hockey, etc., you ever get caught in a conversation with a bus rider, you can always default to movies because they've seen every single one ever create a good, bad, or, or anywhere in, in between. Feels like we got to throw young blood with Rob Lowe oh, in yeah. the mix on that one too. I want to hear that review. I'm curious what he thought of the Mighty Ducks. Joe Roberts is the voice of the Utica Comets. Not quite yet a father, but we're pulling for you, buddy. We really are nice enough to join us every Monday at this time. I just want to give everybody just preempt with this: when he does become a father, corresponding Monday or two after that, not likely we're going to hear from Joe Roberts. I basically refuse to call him. I want him to enjoy some time with the little one, with little baby Roberts. Uh, but that stinker on Saturday night, it was an aberration for the way this team has played. You see four unanswered goals, and you're like, oh. But then again, we didn't score any, so it was unanswered however many they scored. Tough game. I felt bad for Mikey DiPietro at the at the end of the game. It seemed like, Scoop, we talked about this because we were there. It was K-Rock night. Scoop admitted to being, like, unnerved being on the uh, ice surface re- finishers. We threw out T-shirts, but... I was afraid he was going to fall off the thing when he blows that horn. It felt like they blew their wad with Jim Benning the night before and Justin Bailey had his hat trick, and maybe they were a little gassed for that game. And I wonder if you saw the same thing, Joe. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think in part, yes. Um, I think that uh, also if you sort of consider the facts, like there were some missed opportunities in the first period as well. So, um, you know, Belleville's really skilled. Belleville's a team that is definitely going to be uh, a noisemaker in the North Division. And uh, they made some noise at the odd on Saturday. So uh, I would say that it, it was really a product of some missed opportunities the early going uh, and then ultimately just uh, unable to, to pocket anything. So the Belleville team that can make you pay uh, in, in really quick windows of time. And that was the fact. So you almost wonder too, uh, I asked Trent earlier, I'm like, so when you win the Wednesday or Friday games and you look into Saturday, do you kind of feel like you're playing with house money? And he says, uh, no, I'm selfish. I wanted all six points. Uh, but you know what? Four out of six ain't bad, right? I'm pretty sure that you take uh, that sort of average and scale it out over the course of an entire season, you're going to really like the results. I was uh, interested to see Rafferty and Levy together on the power or on the penalty kill, and then we saw them pair it again. We hadn't seen that previously, but th- those are two guys that are uh, upon which the hopes and uh, you know future of Canucks fans rest upon uh, these guys and I think they're interested to see them together what were your thoughts on that pairing uh, you know what I, I think that uh, always been put out in penalty killing situations time and time again during the season he's, he's, he's become one of the team's top penalty killers with his ability to uh, get in the way of passing lanes and shooting lanes and his willingness to block shots so uh, I think for for Rafferty to get some penalty kill time is important in his development because ultimately that's what they're trying to do with Rafferty is they're trying to make him a better player so that when the NHL calls, and they will call, uh, he's ready. 
so to be a, a sort of well-rounded piece of the puzzle is absolutely critical because I'm not sure if Rogan Rafferty goes up to Vancouver and his quarterbacking power play one like he does, uh, you know, in the American Hockey League. So making sure that he's uh, being put out in all situations, I think, is really important. And if you're going to be killing penalties with anybody, doing it with Ole uh, isn't so bad. LSU Clemson tonight, you watching? Uh, you know what? I, I might take in a little bit of it. Uh, I don't know who I like in the game. I think I like LSU. Um, I, I don't know why I do. I think it's just a little bit of a hunch. I like the, the quarterback, Joe Burrow, there. Uh, but it should be a really good one. UCFC got a win for you against Harrisburg. I know you love your soccer. Hype up the team. Yeah, they're good. They're fun to watch. Uh, you know, there's some really talented players. Christian Segura is fantastic. Um, you know, Ricardo Diego is another goal-scoring threat as well. So, uh, you know, uh, Nuo Abasi, who, who is just a fantastic defender, and he's a monster, like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. There's some really, really good product going on on Sunday afternoons at the Adirondack Bank Center when UCFC is in town. So, um, you know, anytime you walk into the yard, you know you're going to see a damn good show, and, and it's no different than when they're on the field. Joe, one last thing for you. One last thing for you tonight. Uh, fire the highlights of Justin Bailey's hat trick. We should have done it while he was here, but I wasn't sure if he wanted to talk about himself that much. Decided to save it for you. Let's fire that. It's about fifty seconds long, and on the backside, let's hear about that fantastic performance the other night from Justin Bailey. Go ahead, Matt. Brogan Rafferty holds left side. Found Justin Bailey at the right circle. His wrister triples and scores. his former team. Remember, he was traded to Philly midway through last season after spending the first couple years with Buffalo. And uh, Bailey up to 14 goals now on the year. Lynn finds him in front, scores, making 15! Bailey again! 2-0 Comets! But it's clear to neutralize by Lehigh Valley. Boucher over the line, left side, Berchi high slot, Boucher found him one time, save mid, rebound, scores! Boucher! 3-1 Comets, Reed Boucher's 20 second of the year. Sautner left side, driving down low into the lane, centering feed, scores! In front of the net, it was Jonah Gadjevich, who's able to poke home number eight on the season. Utica four, Lehigh Valley two. Here's Cole Lynn stealing, Goldobin right side, Goldobin saucers, Bailey scores! Let him fly, it's a hat trick! Goldobin, a perfect saucer feed, Bailey a one Touch into the back of the goal, number three on the night, and the lead is three. Joe, hell of a performance from Justin Bailey. Take it from there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he'd be the first to credit his teammates as well. You know, he, first goal, I think he maybe uh, got fortunate, right? Get the puck to the net, hope that good things happen. That one sort of dribbled through. Uh, the second one, Cole Lynn with an excellent backdoor feed to him. Lynn's vision continues to impress. And then the third, what a saucer pass from Goldobin. Not many people in the American Hockey League can get it up that high, get it down that quick, and have it land as flat as it did for a long time. So, uh, you know, great work by Bailey. And, and, man, when he's on, he's on. And it's an absolute joy to watch. So I hope that he can keep that trending in the right direction uh, because he is he is one of the most electrifying players uh, on the team in the division and maybe in the league. And uh, with the win yesterday, the UCFC win over Harrisburg, 7-5. to five. Good way to kick off the Save of the Day Foundation week. And a lot of fun this week with two games at Hartford, uh, another game 
on a Saturday night, all the jersey auctions, the best bid auction, the chance auction, the live auction, and then the holdover 50-50 where that jackpot gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and you can win some game-worn jerseys that way. Uh, it's going to be a fun week, right, Joe? Yeah, it sure is. But you know what? Um, not to get lost in sort of the excitement of all of it is what Save of the Day actually does in the area. Um, and, and through donations of time, money, and resources, it, it's really all about bettering the lives of people in the Mohawk Valley who are less fortunate, uh, individuals, organizations, um, those who are less fortunate, those who, who, who have served in the military, etc. Um, it, it's really special when you get to spend an entire week to promote the foundation, uh, which is celebrating its 16th year, and, and really what Save of the Day has done since uh, it was founded by Rob Ash and company is really just find ways to, to enrich the lives of those in our region. Uh, and, and it's really something that I'm proud to be a part of uh, as part of the Comets and, you know, UCFC organizations. And, um, you know, I, I'm really excited to kick off this week. I'm excited to, to hopefully generate a lot of funds for what is a spectacular and an extremely generous organization that will continue to uh, make life a little easier for a lot of people who need who need quite a bit of help in our area. So, um, you know, if you're pro-Utica, it's hard to be pro-Utica and not be pro-Save the Day. So, uh, you know, just by walking through the doors this week, you're helping out a great cause. So uh, if you have your tickets, come on in, uh, enjoy the festivities, and, and help a great cause. And if you don't have your tickets yet, then uh, go out and get them. That's Joe Roberts, voice of the Utica Comets. Always appreciate his contributions. We'll get a few minutes with Corey Hergott from Canucks Army. We'll do that next on Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. You're listening to 94.9 K-Rock from the Clinton Tractor Studio. Visit your local New Holland dealer, Clinton Tractor, today to see their entire line of New Holland equipment or at clintontractor.net. Clinton Tractor, the leader in service. It's a good time to be a doer when your shopping list has its own GPS. Find what you need faster with Product Locator from The Home Depot. Just select your store, pick a product, and tap the map. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Visit homedepot.com for details. For football, beer, and great food, there's no better place to watch the game than the Killebrew Saloon in New Hartford. The Killebrew Saloon has the NFL Sunday ticket with wing and beer specials. So many ice-cold beers on tap and more craft beers than ever. The Killebrew Saloon voted best bar and best wings. If you want to watch football, watch, eat, and drink at the Killebrew Saloon, 10 Clinton Road in New Hartford. Pre-order your wings for the big game on February 2nd now and get 10% off. Orders of 50 or more. Killebrew Saloon. Some job recruitment sites overload your inbox with resumes. But Glassdoor only matches you with qualified job candidates so you can find that perfect new hire in half the resumes. Go to glassdoor.com hire. Glassdoor, find the right fit for your business. Discover why Audible is the best way to stay informed, inspired, and entertained. Right now, save $50 on your first year of Audible at audible.com. You get to choose any 12 audiobooks so you can listen to bestsellers and hear leading experts on topics like finance, fitness, relationships, and more. Listening is the new reading. And right now, your first year is just $99.50. That's a $50 savings. But hurry, it ends January 31st. Visit audible.com today. 36 days. That's how long it takes the average company to find their next hire. Glassdoor only matches you with qualified job candidates so you can find that perfect new hire in half the resumes. Go to glassdoor.com hire. Glassdoor, find the right fit for your business. 
Oh man, did you hear the guys on the show this morning? We do need to celebrate the the tortoise that mated extensively, <laughs> saved its own species. Oh, God bless him. Really Good for him. Laid a lot of tortoise hog, and uh, now he is retiring from the game. We now go live to the sound of them making love. I'm sorry. I thought that was the sound of Josh eating hamburger helper. <laughs> We now go live to me eating hamburger helper. <laughs> the show. Weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on K Rock. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill for Comets Insider. It's Rain Man and Scoop. Serving you sports. That's what they do here at the 72 Town and Grill. And people coming in to watch hockey. Of course, LSU Clemson. Bogo Wings tonight. The food is fantastic. Still, the Christmas lights are up here. I love those. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the guy who is in the rush to see all the Christmas decorations come down. I my it. tree would still be up in my house if Mrs. Rain didn't take it down this past weekend. I'd leave it up till February. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like, I want to bask a little longer in the holiday. It makes you feel festive. Uh, we have a guest joining us from CanucksArmy.com, who we talk to each and every week, as we always refer to him. He's a must-follow on Twitter when it comes to Utica Comets Hockey, at Corey Hergot, C-O-R-Y-H-E-R-G-O-T-T. Good evening, Corey. Welcome to the show. Good evening, fellas. How are we doing today? We're doing good, and I, I wanted to get your thoughts. I asked Joe. I'm going to run it by you. Uh, I am intrigued by the Rafferty Uolivi pairing on defense. Uh, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's not something that we've seen at five on five. I, I noticed it once uh, during the penalty kill uh, a couple of games ago, and then I think uh, in one of the last couple of games here, we saw them at four side play together yeah. for that shift. So, um, yeah, it's something that uh, the coaching staff feels comfortable putting, uh, you know, a pair of rookies out there together on the back end. Uh, and I think those are two, two of your higher-end rookies on the team. Uh, I think that's a, a feather in both of their caps that the coaching staff is uh, showing that much trust in them together. Corey, uh, one of the issues that we've discussed quite a bit on the team is the lack of depth at the center position. Cole Lynn's been switched over there. He, he's obviously, uh, there's been quite a few positives with that move. John Stevens from Bridgeport added to the roster in a trade. He had scored back on, I think it was December 13th, a couple of goals against the Comets. What have you seen about those two? And the second part of the question, uh, the depth of scoring on this team has been impressive. It's even something that Justin Bailey had alluded to in, in our first couple of segments with him. I'd love to hear your thoughts on those subjects. Well, I was a little bit nervous for Cole uh, to see him moving to the middle. Uh, you know, it's something that I talked to him about, I think it was two years ago at, at Prospects Development Camp. And he did say that that's, uh, you know, something that he's done in the past in junior. And if the coaching staff felt comfortable trying him there, that he'd be all for it. And uh, hearing uh, Trent Cole say in the postgame scrum uh, the other day that, uh, 
you know, Cole took the news of the move to the middle with a big smile on his face. You know, I wouldn't really expect much less from the guy. He's a guy that seems to really uh, thrive and, and rise to the occasion when he's challenged. So I think he's done a good job there so far. And uh, we've only seen uh, John Stevens for a couple of games, but he looks like a guy who can be defensively responsible for the team and do some, uh, you know, some solid penalty killing for them. So I think he's a, he's a solid addition for the team this year. And, uh, you know, you never know, maybe he shows well enough to stick around uh, past this season as well. We got the longest homestand of the season going on right now for our Comets. But two games with a very good Hartford Wolfpack coming up Wednesday and Friday. Corey, what do the Comets have to watch out for and how do they have to prepare for this team? A very good team that they're going to see here Wednesday and Friday. Well, I think uh, it's something that they did well, and even though they lost against Belleville in the last game, it's something that they did well is limiting uh, the shots. So if they can uh, kind of limit the shots against, I think that's a good thing. I think they're going to have to break out of their own end uh, effectively and quickly against Hartford. And, uh, you know, uh, we heard uh, Trent Cull say it on his show earlier, but the whole uh, mentality, if, if they get a shot, we better get one back. I think that's very important uh, for the team to be putting a lot of shots on net. Uh, Justin Bailey's a guy, I think he's second on the team in shots, and I don't think uh, Brogan Rafferty's all that far behind him. So, you know, you've got some pretty good shooters there who are uh, getting pucks away, so hopefully they can start putting a few more of them, you know, behind the opposing goalie. How are, how are you feeling with the special teams overall? It was funny, we had referenced on pregame the other day you had mentioned at one point, oh, they haven't scored a goal in the in the new year, in the new decade, and all that. But they, they've rectified that situation. Uh, but standing at eighth in the league as far as penalty kill, third in the league on power play, so that's still pretty solid. Uh, and and yeah, that shot that shot differential of plus eight. Uh, but overall, special teams. Where's the team at? In a good place right now, or they got, they got to pick it up a little bit. Well, special teams has proven to be a very important part of uh, the Comets' identity in the last couple of years that I've been watching the team anyway. They, they've had a pretty strong penalty kill for the most part since I've been covering them. And uh, this year, you know, they had a bit of a stretch there where it wasn't, uh, you know, going so well for them. But they've started to kind of dial things in that way a little bit. Um, you know, it was nice uh, to see them get a power play goal the other day, but uh, they're going to have to keep that going. Uh, when you've got guys like Reed Boucher and, and uh, playmakers like Nikolai Goldobin and, and shooters like Brogan Rafferty, you need to you, you need to take advantage of that and pile up points when you can. And uh, when you've got an extra man on the ice, there's no better time. I think it's fair to say after being shut out for nothing the other day, you're going to see a motivated team to get a win against these next two Wednesday and Friday against Hartford. I would expect nothing less. Corey, thank you so much for the time. We always appreciate your contributions here on Utica Comets Insider. As Scoop told you, must follow on Twitter at Canucks Army is where you can find his work and some other places. We'll always share that with you in our timelines. Next Monday, we'll be back and do it again. Utica Comets Insider, 7 to 8 every Monday. 72 Tavern and Grill with 94.9 K-Rock. Scoop always gets the last word. Go Comets!